Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's Joy News Prime with me, Samuel Kojo Brace. Coming up, allegations of pervasive vote buying has characterized the Kumewu by election as voters are alleged to have received money from enthusiasts of some candidate in an attempt to influence their vote. In this bulletin, we'll take you to Kumewu for all the update coming in from there. Now, also, two babies die at Savannah Regional Hospital after power was disconnected to the facility of unpaid electricity bills. Hospital authorities say the action by Netco is not only condemnable but a crime. Netco maintains that this connection was necessary. Now, uh, uh, we'll bring you Prime Business at 8 p.m. and Prime Sports at 8.30. This is the home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay with us for details. Prime headlines was brought to you by Don't take risks, use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices, yes, I can.
from wherever you're watching us from, welcome. Now, this is your election headquarters, and polls in the Kumewu in the Ashanti region have drawn to a close. But we understand the keenly contested by-election have been largely characterized by widespread vote buying from men. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarone, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. In favor of their candidate, the NDC candidate for Kumewu, Kwesi Amankwa, described the act as pathetic. Senior programs officer and team lead elections at CDD Ghana, who thinks this occurrence of vote buying is troubling, and uh, one which has been allowed to fester. He joins us via Zoom. politics and all that. So even throughout, I mean, anti primaries and all those uh, and all those processes that leads to um, um, an election of this sort, like a by election of this sort, and and any other parliamentary elections as well. We see a lot of these things uh, happening. But, I mean, the fact that it's invoked and it's happening as it is, it's right, because when you look at the sections uh, 33 of the, the, the representation of the people's law, 1922, uh, PNDC law tweets for as amended by uh, several amendments, uh, it treats the issue about bribing uh, any voter to, I mean, induce a voter to vote or not to vote uh, as a criminal offense. And so, I mean, the laws uh, make it very clear. But therefore, what is also worrying is that uh, in this particular election as well, we like that um, the issue about vote buying, it looks like it's open and, and you can find it anywhere and anyhow it's being done. People, and people are not maybe trying to uh, hide it uh, in order to do it. And so that means that uh, it, it, it's very worried. And, okay. and that you could see that some of the people that have been taking money think that, yes, I mean, it's their time for them to exact their kind of flesh from the political parties. And mm-hmm. and so that in itself also shows uh, a light, shows light on the fact that uh, it's a very worrying situation that has gotten out of hand. Because, I mean, looking at this whole issue, at this moment, you, uh, you I mean, or prior to all these, uh, prior to this election, we've heard politicians and uh, political party functionaries and even candidates complaining about the cost of elections and, and then the toll that it has on them financially. Mm-hmm. And even when they do not win the north, or even when they win the north, what it means to them, for them to uh, constantly be looking over their shoulders and then trying to build a war chest for the elections, the cost of this heavy cost. And so uh, it's very worrying. And then we would have thought that, I mean, this is just an opportunity okay. where mm-hmm. some of these things will not be introduced because obviously it affects the issue of fair competition within elections and it makes nonsense of, I mean, our own democratic processes. And so we think that uh, this is a very worrying trend that should not be allowed to first mm. Aside the, really making it 
I mean, how you've put it in terms of its impact on our elections. In terms of democracy in general, how does this particular practice, uh, you know, impact that, that one in terms of our democratical dispensation? Okay, so I, I so we, so if you look at it um, broadly in terms of how it affects our democracy, obviously um, elections, I mean, people are supposed to go and then vote for uh, leaders who would govern them and, and by their own choice and not without any induce, inducement uh, to vote for people. And so if you are being induced to vote for somebody based on the monetary gifts or any other gift that the person gives you, it means that um, your votes, uh, it's like you, only like you sold your vote and then you sold your conscience. And so whoever that you are voting for that person to become a member of parliament would also, when they also I mean, get them out, they would also be doing things their own way. Because they will have to sacrifice you. So citizens need to understand that if they are taking money from politicians and things like that, they are selling uh, their future. They are aware of it. They are selling their future. And so at some point in time, what is expected of the members of parliament uh, for them to be doing? They will probably sacrifice the constituents as well. And so you realize that you've had instances where buildings that are supposed to be maybe, let's say, a four-story or five-story hospital is cut short and then it's made... Yes, I want maybe uh, one story oh, or maybe just a, mm. a, a, a building without any story. And so uh, that, I mean, uh, citizens lose in the long run. On the other part is that, I mean, for members of parliament as well, uh, the time that they will spend in terms of, you know, scrutinizing uh, issues in parliament or dealing with their core functions, they always be looking over their shoulders, trying and then spending more time looking out for opportunities elsewhere. That would help them to be able to, you know, make more money and then build their war chest to be able to execute uh, their campaigns for the next election. So, okay. in terms of the quality of the governance and then the quality of the representation that members of parliament are supposed to give for their people, we wouldn't see a lot more of that. And and so, a lot more is sacrificed on the altar of what people are receiving at present. And so, that has a long... Uh, Impact on, on, on our, on our, on our democratic development. On our democracy and our democratic development. How can we deal with this this practice? Okay, so um, this, this, it looks like this, this issue has become uh, very festive. I mean, looking at what is happening at uh, and 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 one one way that we can do okay, so far, it looks like I I mean nobody. Uh, have really been prosecuted to the full extent of the law and, and, and I mean, given the necessary sanctions that uh, they are supposed to be given, uh, in the best of my knowledge. And so I believe that it's because some of these things that nobody has been made a scapegoat, an example to, 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 to prove a point to citizens that this is actually wrong. And so this has festered for a very long time. But, mm. I mean, in recent times as well, we realized that the Office of the Special Prosecutor are taking a strong interest in trying to execute this mandate and by also trying to work around to clamp down on uh, some of these electoral offenses that uh, revolves around uh, with buying and then treating and all that. And so I think once they, they are also trying to do a good job, in, in, they are trying to do a job in that respect, we all as citizens and including the media, society organizations and everybody, we need to throw our weight behind them and then give them that massive support to be able to okay. do that. Okay. But whilst the, the, the OSP is also doing all these things, I think we need to also like uh, really sensitize the, the public on the dangers of uh, um, 
directly with Biden and what it means for, I mean, the, the necessary, the, the consequences that it would have for uh, development in their communities and then the quality of life that they are sacrificing today, the opportunities that politicians are giving them. And so that education needs to go on, not just around elections, but then all year round for people to be able to get that so that we can, I mean, along that we can help to probably mm. mitigate that culture, okay. that brewing culture, okay. where people see elections as an opportunity to exert from 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 in addition to that i just want to add mm-hmm. another point okay. land on this. i also think that um, citizens should also be taught and then coached i mean sensitized on how they can also gather very compelling evidence that can help i also think that um, citizens should also be taught and then coached i mean sensitized on how they can also gather very compelling evidence that can help so that they can provide very compelling evidence that can help them to be able to, you know, build a very good case that can help to prosecute people that are found culpable uh, in, in, in... So, so... Uh, um, 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 prosecute persons that are found culpable. Mm, because okay. people need to be made examples of so that, I mean, going forward, we can have a bit of some sanity when it comes to electoral processes and then for... Mm-hmm. Uh, for us to have like you know very fair elections okay. and then very credible elections that are not based on uh, citizens uh, voters being induced to vote in a certain way uh, against certain uh, or for, for certain political parties, we now to have that fair space mm-hmm. for elections. Mausi Dumenu, I'm grateful that you could join us here on Joinish Prime. We're still staying with us, uh, Kumewu by election. Let's take you now live to Kumewu, where my colleague Oheming Terry is standing by to give us a feel of exactly what's happening. We understand that he is in the family house of the uh, candidate of the MPP, NSTL and Nim. Uh, Oheming, what have they been telling you? Grace, uh, likewise, the residents of Kumau, uh, Bodomasi, who have hit the streets and blocked uh, the main Bodomasi Rasu Road, in the family house, I came and met the mother of the MPP's parliamentary candidate, Ernest Yao Enim. The mother is Mercy Opoku, uh, guarded around her. Uh, some colleagues, her friends, uh, who have come to wish her well. Uh, she tells me a lot about her son. Uh, so I would love to find out from the 66-year-old woman how she feels about what has been happening as far as a political uh, a future and development of her son is concerned. Uh, so uh, let me find out from uh, Madam. Uh, Mommy, as you say, Nyesiwa Politician, 
Okay, so she says, uh, my, my question about how she is going to uh, parade herself in the streets of Mobot Marseille is what has broke, uh, left her in laughter. Uh, she tells me, as a member, the mother of a mob, member of parliament elect, uh, she will be circumspect with the way she conducts herself in the community. Uh, behind uh, uh, Madame uh, Opoku's uh, is also uh, colleagues and members of a, a, a group that she says are royal ladies. My name is Asa, royal ladies. Here. Interestingly, she's a queen mother or leader of a group of women who have come together to form an association called Royal Ladies. Uh, they have come together to support each other in times of need. Uh, so today they are here, they have joined her in celebrating the victory, the supposed election of her son, Ernest Yawenimu. Alright, so she has uh, four uh, children, uh, two males and then uh, two uh, females. Uh, so it's been very, very interesting in the uh, family house of uh, the uh, supposed uh, MP elect for such a uh, Kumawu constituency. Uh, I have been speaking uh, to the mother. Mercy Opoku, 66 year old Mercy Opoku. Oh, okay. So interestingly, she used to be a hair plater, but because of her age, she's no longer into that trade. And so from Kumau Bodmasi uh, in the Kumau constituency, we are bringing you how residents of Kumau Bodmasi are celebrating the supposedly election of the NPP candidate, Ernest Yao Enim. From the family house of Ernest Ernest Yao Enim, my name is Ohim Interior. Wonderful. We'll come back to you for the declaration, some great scenes from the family house of uh, the NPP candidate. Now, the electoral commissioner has not declared yet, so we can only refer to him as the NPP candidate. Uh, we'll go back there for the declaration. This is your election headquarters. Stay with us. We'll bring you more updates from the constituency. Now, to other stories, two babies have reportedly died following a disconnection of part of the Savannah Regional Hospital at the Northern Electricity Distribution Company, Netco. According to the authorities at the hospital, the disconnection caused a malfunction in the laboratory equipment leading to the death of the babies because of the failure in blood transfusion. Head of Finance at the hospital, Damba Rashid, says the action by Netco should not only be condemned but seen as a crime. However, manager of corporate communications at Netco, Maxwell Kotoka, maintains that this connection was necessary because the hospital owes in arrears of 4.8 million Ghana citizens 2013. Let's now go on to Zoom now and speak to him. Um, he's head of finance at the Savannah Regional Hospital, Damba Rashid. Grateful that you could join us here, sir. Now, 
very sad, sad development there. But is it a case your facility was not consulted before the power was disconnected? Yeah, good evening uh, to your cherished listeners and viewers. Um, sincerely speaking, if I say we're not consulted, then I'll not be fair. Mm. But the fact is, who have they consulted? The persons they consulted were just the ordinary people. And if you have consulted them and management, you don't need management for us to inform the appropriate places to put their things in order. That is why I declare this particular issue as criminal. Mm. In any way, you have to inform management so that we put our house in order before you come and do that kind of disconnection. We admit, obviously, that we are owing NETCO. But sincerely speaking, this owing or arrears is as a result of an agreement that NETCO or all district hospital or health sector have with government, of which we are under a main body called CHAG. And CHAG happens to be an agency of Ministry of Health. They appropriately channel our bills to Minister of Health and government pays. The way manner government does the payment, sincerely speaking, we are not privy to it. Until recent, when this the, uh, uh, revenue mobilization exercise uh, uh, came to play, then immediately we have to pick our statement from NETCO to realize that the last time government paid was as at 2013. This is an accrued bill over 4.8 million Ghana cities. Would you stand on that to disconnect the facility? Is the facility, the negotiation, don't you think having to have that negotiation with the headquarters will better solve this information, uh, this issue? Initially, when they came to disconnect, they engaged us and we called our headquarters and they told us that they have a serious discussion with the rep of NETCO Minister of Health, the minister himself was present. Mm-hmm. Our deputy director told us categorically that they were all present in the meeting. And this letter they have issued, we need to send it to them and let them understand that there's an ongoing discussion which government will make commitment to that. So they should cease fire. Okay. But still, they refused and went ahead and disconnected. And when they came to the facility to do the disconnection, the information they gave us was that our electricity, uh, our, our electrician reported to them that uh, we have a problem with our line. And for that matter, there was a need to disconnect or do whatsoever to solve that problem. At that point in time, weren't they told that people were on facilities that required power and that taking it off may probably result in the loss of lives? That is, that is why my heart is bleeding. In this country, we will take things in our own hands. Or even patients were crying the day they came to do this disconnection. Patients who were on critical condition, sincerely speaking, that needed blood transfusion ought to have been referred just because of this issue. So my problem is that if the manager himself, uh, the, 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 the municipal manager of NETCO was not told, people didn't harass him, Try to draw people when we don't even know. People who are no workers said, no, you ought not to do this. People's lives are in danger. 
don't do this. And he refused and said we should get in touch with his boss in Tamale. Whatever comes out of his mouth is that it's his boss in Tamale that we need to have a negotiation with. Me, I don't know your boss. I don't have any link with your boss. Probably it is our headquarters people who have that opportunity to talk with your boss and communicate to us as to what to do. But yet, if you are talking to him, he thinks that, of course, you have to talk to his boss or whatsoever. Sincerely, we have to pick directive from our headquarters, that is, Chuck headquarters, as to what to do. And the directive we picked was that there was an ongoing discussion, and the discussion was even at the point that government needed to earmark funds for that effect. So they should stop that kind of exercise. Mm. Other places they have stopped. It's in the northern region that they are doing this to us. Most places, our hospital, we, we, we talk to each other. People, they have more or less like harassed to do payment up front without listening to our headquarters. Our headquarters, uh, our bosses are not happy with that. So, 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 so since, since, since this, this incident, have you made any payment and has, has power been restored? Yes, we thank God that uh, power has been restored. Uh, as of yesterday in about 7.30 p.m., our uh, MP, Member of Parliament, Samuel Abu Jinapo, he was the one who came to our aid by uh, releasing some funds to uh, probably solve this problem for us. But I think that is not all. Even the money we are owing, in a month, what we generate as against monthly consumption of electricity is woefully inadequate. We monthly we spend like uh, we, we we consume like two hundred thousand plus, and uh, what we realize is less than three hundred thousand. If at the end government is now saying that we should pay our electricity, we have to pick directive as to how to levy the client so that we can be able to meet this uh, debt. But okay. if that has not been done, we cannot afford just levy clients to start paying just like that. That is what we want. Netco to understand that it's beyond us to take the decision on our own. They should relax, and then we will also be mounting pressure on them so that they will make sure that they, we all come to a compromisation. But with what has happened, it's as if we are looking for the money more than the lives of the people. We understand without Netco, uh, uh, probably electricity, we can't effectively run the hospital. We understand that. But how can you climb pole to drop the line? And that is the thing that we cannot even use our plan to solve the situation at arm. Okay. And that is okay. our biggest challenge. That, that it's a very, very sad in, uh, development today. But uh, let's stay on for me. We've also been joined by the manager of corporate communications at Netco, Maxwell Kotoka, who's joining us via Zoom there. Maxwell, uh, grateful that you could join us. Your response to the management's claim that they were not consulted before the exercise. Hello, Maxwell. Um, kindly unmute so we can uh, hear what you're telling us. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Good evening to you. Good evening to Mr. Damba. And good evening to your cherished viewers and listeners if they are any. Uh, I must say before I proceed that um, the demeanor and um, conduct of Mr. Damba this evening is a remark. Uh, it's a marked improvement of his earlier conduct, and I want to commend him on that. I insist that where we have reached, we will need level head, full head, and uh, less emotions to walk ourselves out of the country. 
Well, well, Mr. Uh, Kotoko, if if someone dies at your facility, I'm I'm not sure you would be 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 okay enough to have a level head when you are discussing matters like this. Well, you have managed to uh, improve this thing. So all I'm saying is to commend him. Uh, but to issue a disclaimer, so far we are discussing the issues based on their report, their say-so. And I cannot but um, acknowledge that in your reportage, you said that two babies are reported dead. dead and that the hospital reports, blah, blah, blah. So fine. I just want to underline the fact that at this point, it is their say-so. As an institution, we do not have any independent way of determining the veracity or lack thereof in that. Be that as it may, he indicates that this is a legacy debt, and that when they check, they notice that the last time government paid was 2013. The last time government paid for them was 2013. Mm. But you see, this is the arrangement. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. To the Army Hospital. Army Hospital has used the service. It has not in question. So, when we bring you bill and you have an arrangement by which you forward it to charge and charge forward it to a third party for payment with the greatest respect, is it not only responsible that you follow up and see whether or not the payments are being done? Because you have that arrangement to charge. We don't have that arrangement with tax. That is the first one. The second point is that you 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 say that charge doesn't pay. 
or uh, charge forward the bills to the ministry for the appropriate response. But it is not an hospital that is the only child hospital we deal with. For the record, NECO operates in over eight of the geographical regions of Ghana. So there are child hospitals in all these other places where we operate. And wow. we live with them, we engage them, they pay. There is none of them as far as our record. But so, 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 payment was in 2013. Mm. So I, I wanted to find out from you, what is the existing mode of payment from this particular facility? Well, the mode of payment, like he himself has said, is non-payment. That is the mode from 2013. We give them the bill, they don't get to us. And we have been tolerant since 2013. We, and you ask the question whether we have been, uh, whether we engage them or not. I'm sure he himself confessed that we engage them. In fact, the first time when we went... No, no, I, I, was, I, was, I was asking for the mode of payment because that would then get us to understand in, in the past, how has this hospital been paying the netco for power consumed? Oh, the last payment they made was in 2013. But before then, if they were paying. They were paying. And if you, and I'm saying to you for greater clarity on this, I'm saying to you that it is not an hospital that is the only, hospital is not the only hospital that we deal with under the umbrella of charge. There are several others. And we have dealt with all these. You put it that we harass them for payment. It's unfortunate. If we bring you power, which you consider to be very critical to the success of your operation. No, no, no. So, 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 so Mr. Kutu, do they pay you by themselves? Hold on, Mr. Kutu. Do they pay you by themselves or it's a third party that does the payment? They pay by themselves. And okay. if, you, if you give me the opportunity... Okay, that, that, that's fine. But how critical was, was Dick's exercise that such that you had no option than disconnecting such an essential facility that your hospital? Because well, you knew there could be people on, on some essential uh, you know, facilities in, the, in that place. Thank you very much. We, we sought to disconnect, and he himself will confess, we disconnected two blocks, the administration block and the OPD. It just happened that somehow the, the lab was on the administration block. So it wasn't intended to go at the most critical of all the installations. Be that as it may, he makes a point, and I would be I would be grateful if you give me the opportunity to clarify this. He makes the point that we disconnected them in a manner that disabled their generator. That's very unfortunate. Okay. Is that if we are disconnecting you, we are disconnecting you from past network. So whatever disconnection we do, we undertake, it is it is done on our network. Okay. It makes your generator to malfunction. Then that's an internal problem. It cannot be. We cannot be responsible. I'm, for I'm grateful. Could, could if the generator is mm. an alternative to ours, then it cannot be hinging on us. I'm grateful, Mr. Kotoka, for joining us. He is Corporate Communications Manager for Netco. Uh, this is still Joinish Prime. We'll take a quick break. When we return, we have latest from Kumewu for you. Stay on.
My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevent me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself for PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have that. Thank you. No problem. Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Salary account, you will enjoy free life insurance. Oh. Free debit card, save what you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole and even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded. Vimwo, this Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh, but maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I don't Kickstarting your summer at the Home Depot is all about three things. Saving, doing, and mulching. Make the most of our summer savings at the Home Depot now by getting five bags of Vigoro Premium Wood Mulch for just $10. Use it to make your garden pop and retain optimal soil moisture. And if you don't know how much you need, make use of the mulch calculator on our app. Summer savings means summer doing and mulching. With Vigoro Mulch at five for $10 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. We start to disconnect, and he himself will confess, we disconnected two blocks, the administration block and the OPD. It just happened that somehow the, the lab was on the administration block. So it wasn't intended to go at the most critical of all the installations. Be that as it may, he makes a point, and I would be, be grateful if you give me the opportunity to clarify this. 
He made the point that we disconnected them in a manner that disabled their generator. That's very unfortunate. Okay. Is that if we are disconnecting you, we are disconnecting you from past networks. So whatever disconnection we do, we undertake, it is it is done on our network. Okay. It makes your generator to malfunction. Then that's an internal problem. It cannot be. It cannot be responsible. I'm, for I'm that. grateful. Because if the generator is an alternative to ours, then it cannot be hinging on us. I'm grateful, Mr. Kotoka, for joining us. He is Corporate Communications Manager for Netco. Uh, this is the Joinish Prime. We'll take a quick break. When we return, we have latest from Kumewu for you. Stay on. My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevents me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself of PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have that. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. With the Equibank salary account, you will enjoy free life insurance. Oh. Free debit card, save what you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole and even more consolation rewards in the Equibank double salary promo reloaded. Vimwo, Equibank. This Equibank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh, uh, 
Ayara. But maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I don't go shy my shoe. Hey! Yo, myself, I don't go check my BP. We going up, never go down. And we stay flat. Double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you. Usoma two, three or four bedroom homes and secure an expense paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply. Fortune Rice, it needs just a little water. The green stone stick and the aroma and taste are mm-mm-mm. delicious. Fortune Rice, always on point, just like mom. Now introducing Fortune Emopa, your tasty Ghana rice for all your rice meals. This advert is FDA approved. an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome back from the break. This is your election headquarters. We are still in Kumeru to bring you all the latest in that particular by-election. Who is winning what? We understand from initial reactions that the NPP candidate is leading the race to be elected as member of parliament for the people of Kumeru constituency. Um, we've spoken to the mother in, in his hometown, and uh, many other people have expressed their, their views on this particular election. Kofi Ajay, who's our data analyst in the house, is still here with me. Kofi, let's go through the, some of the, mm. you know, the parting, the, the vote that they've had in the past. 
the MPP, their candidate, how much they win the various. I mean, let's start from uh, 96, where we saw there was a competitive one. 92, it wasn't because the MPP withdrew yeah. after the presidential election. What has been the vote that this, the, these parties have been gaining from, from the previous? Well, election? so we've already shown this data, and just like I said, the NDC knew that this was going to be a very difficult election, probably winning, winning the election. But it made very significant progress mm. as if you compare what they left in 2020. Mm. Because in 2020, they had a candidate that was only able to capture just 8.33% of the total valid vote cast. Mm. But per what we have right now, it looks as if that we may have the NDC candidate come in second. And probably that was one of the, the objectives that mm. they wanted they were, to achieve okay. in this election. So, so let, 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 mm. let, before we come there, yeah. let, let's go through what has been happening mm. from 96. Now, in 96, mm -hmm. the MPP candidate won by 61.1%. Absolutely. The NDC trailed with 38.1%. So in, in it, 96, that was when the NPP, they started... Yeah, they came into the first time. Exactly, yeah. after the 1992 boycott. Yes. Mm -hmm. They came to the scene, and right from the onset, they were able to capture 61%. So then it tells you that in 92, if they had come, probably they would have won that. Exactly, and NDC was still popular. Just look at it. Exactly. Mm. Then in two, 2000, yeah. the MPP increased its vote to 72.3%. The NDC, on the other hand, uh, you know, lost some vote. Yeah. So they trailed with 25.2%. Mm -hmm. In 2004, the MPP again increased its vote yeah. in the constituency. Mm -hmm. The MP won by 74.9%. The NDC trailed uh, with 23.4%, a drop in yeah. the last so, one. So, so from the look of things, mm -hmm. Brace, mm -hmm. from 1996 to 2004, mm -hmm. the NDC, they've been consistently, they've been dropping, dropping. in their, the share of the, the share vote, of vote at Okay. Mm. Then it, so so it, they've been consistently they've been dropping, dropping. in their the share of the, the share vote, vote at okay. Kumeu. Mm. Then it, so so it, in twenty twelve the wind of okay no they had already the NDC had been in power mm. uh, for years so the MPP candidate won by seventy eight point six percent they dropped. Yeah. In vote, the candidate dropped in running by with some or some details of this particular, uh, you know, uh, allegation or the uh, uh, thought from the NDC point of view. Now, now let's uh, let's understand what this really means. Why are they raising concerns about this election at this particular minute? Uh, okay, so Sammy, we are currently with the NDC team. We are team for the entire election year at Kumeru. The information mm. I am taking is that we are rejecting the provisional results as projected out there by the Electoral Commissioner at the Commission's main office. According to them, the results they are projecting and what they have been really tally. So we find it difficult accepting the results that is being uh, projected at the EC's office. Uh, that's the information we are taking here. They are currently at the House of Justice of Medical here in Kuberu, where all the polling agents are meeting. They are taking their results and we spoke to the regional chairman Namakuti um, and he said that the results that we have from the polling agent and that of um, the electoral commissioner has not really carried. But then up until they are done with their meeting inside the building, um, we cannot really establish a fact here. So we would be on ground, we are still with the team, they are yet to come out of the meeting 
do we know the values that the EC has put out there or on which basis the, the, the NDC is saying that it is not as they have from their polling uh, agent and therefore they want to reject this particular result? All right, so um, you can see that the EC has projected more than 13,000 for NDC um, MSC are with me and then more than should uh, repeat to say we, we have it right. You are saying that the EC has projected more than 13,000 for the MPP candidate okay. and 3,304 for the NDC candidate. Is that it? More than that. More than that. And still mm. counting. Okay. Alright. So, um, we'll, we'll still come back to you when, when the, this meeting has been concluded. Then we can really understand what steps the NDC wants to take. Grateful to you, Nanabwachi Yadong, for this update there. So, Kofi, there you have it. The, yeah. the NDC has already started, uh, you know, putting in signs of rejecting this particular uh, uh, result. We don't know what, what will come up, but uh, from all that we know, how is it pointing to? Well, so we know that we were actually expecting the second mm. uh, dia, or um, you know, maybe dia the second to mm. make a very big impact. Yeah. But it looks as if his impact has been very silent in this election. Mm. The first dia, foreign, uh, you know, on the other hand, we were also expecting or projecting that he will give, you know, Yao a, a better game, fight. A better fight, but it looks as if. He's dropping from the second position mm. to the third position. And the NDC is making their way to the second position, which, is, which will be very significant for the party mm. because they've labored and toiled in Kumeu, not just to be third. They want to see significant improvement in their vote. So I'm sure even if they reject this result, they will be very, very happy uh, with the outcome of this uh, election, probably because... If you look at the, the, the total number of votes you're able to garner and then your share in the 2020 election, and you compare it to what you are having now, probably you say that, hey, well, then I have done well. But we've been telling you about the sweet story of, you know, independent candidates in the Kumeu constituency. So you, 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 you stated it right there that any time that you, we've seen that the NPP is increasing in vote, there seems to be some sort of decline in the percentage of votes um, that the NDC gets. Mm. But there's also another factor or variable to this whole analysis, which is the independent candidate participation. Right from 1996 to 2020, you could see that it is just we have just two election years that we did not have an independent candidate in, in Kumeu. And just by way of information, the, the, the late uh, Rio Basua, uh, was also was, was actually the uncle of the the also the late uh, Philip Basua. So from Rio to Philip, and then we we, we came to um, you know at this point where we have to choose a new person where the MPP were the NDC were trying to make an impact. But on the screens right now is the impact of all you know independent candidates from mm-hmm. so 2000. Okay. The first person to come in uh, was Kingsford uh, Boatin who had 
3,129 votes, he was able to garner 13.4% of the total valid votes, and okay. he placed second. Mm. So it means yeah. that the independent candidate have been affected in this particular election. Absolutely. Let's see how the two will affect this election and, and what sort of numbers both of them will garner at the end of the day when the Electoral Commission uh, puts out the uh, vote that each candidate uh, got in this election. Well, we'll take a quick break here. When we come back, Becky Bex will be joining us. What's your best? Stay with us. Investment Limited. Time for us to do show business, but just before I welcome Becky Bex, um, our data team is getting us uh, these values from the election in Como. We understand that 74 out of the 75 polling stations have been collected so far. The MPP is leading with 15,046 votes. 15,046 votes. The NDC has 3,569. The first independent candidate, Kwekudia the first, is having 2,459, and the second independent candidate is gaining 60. We understand there's only two polling stations left to go. So these are provisional figures there. Uh, Becky Bex. In Kumawu. In there's Kumawu. nothing really happening in Kumawu from, <laughs> from me because, well, I don't have anything from there. Hopefully they will get me something from there. But Kim Promise has been talking about uh, the album of the year, you know, he won the album of the year. Mm -hmm. He took that award, mm -hmm. um, Sherry Voice, in that same category. And he was on HFM talking about uh, how he feels about winning that particular award. Um, it's, it, all the hard work, you know, I put into it, you know, mm -hmm. just being recognized, it, it means a lot because, like I said, I put so many late nights early mornings you know sleepless nights and just trying to perfect that project and a project that we wanted to compete globally you know from ghana to the rest of the world so you know to be able to do all of that with the album and actually go on an actual world tour you know do all those things just representing my people and for us to eventually win the album of the year I, it really like it felt good and it's not like I can expect it, you know. I never really expect nothing at that award. <clears throat> never. Like, I was going with a clear mind, you know what I mean? Because everybody in the category, they also deserve to win as well. That's why they are in there. So, for that, I'm like, let's go have fun, you know. Most, most important, let's shell it, let's kill the stage, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But it was a lot of hard work put in there that I was looking for it. Now, Ghanaian filmmaker and artist Big Gun has advised the Ghanaian movie industry players to always target the global space when creating content. According to the award-winning filmmaker, industry players must not limit their creativity and take advantage of global platforms like YouTube. I think all other Ghanaians who are into uh, audiovisuals, into media, should target search platforms, okay? AMVC is big, but AMVC is not the only platform I've been on. 
I've been on last for fifth. I've won awards in Italy and all that with my project. Yes. So I really wish we had a lot of Ghanaians doing same or something close. Because sometimes I get on these platforms and they, I get flown out, out out there and I realize I'm the only Ghanaian. Yeah. Last year I was it was only me and Pascal who were in the hotel. And honestly speaking, I wish I could have other people that we could do this together with. We could just, and it would be a nice Ghana boy is actually going global. So I just wish we should look beyond creating content for the Ghanaian. Mostly they go like, they go like oh, where are local content? I don't, I don't know why they do that. Let's, there's, a, there's a film. Film is a global word. Movies are global. There's nothing like the Ghanaian standard, the Nigerian standard, and the world standard. Film is film. It's a global village. When you it, everybody in the world sees it. So why are we limiting our films? When the YouTubes and the rest who put our films on are actually global. Somebody can type your name and type your film and anybody in the world could see it. So why are we limiting the quality to regions? So I feel we should go the extra mile. Away from Big Gun, the first trailer of the Color Purple, an upcoming American musical coming of age per drama film directed by Ghanaian singer, songwriter and filmmaker Samuel Bazawuli, professionally known as Blitz, has been released. The film was adapted from a screenplay by Marcus Gadley based on a stage musical of the same name, which in turn was based on a 1982 novel of the same name by Alice Walker. In it is the third feature film to be directed by the Ghanaian director following his work on The Burial of Kojo and Beyonce's Blackest King. The Color Purple is a story about the lifelong struggles of an African-American woman living in the south of America during the early 1900s. Uh, it stars big names like Taraji P. Henson, Haley Bailey, Fantasia, uh, Hare, Ellis, Coleman, Domingo, and Ciara, among others. All I had was my sister. <laughs> she was the only one ever loved me. Some changes made. Put it on. This ain't me. Hush. We need to look like we belong. Let's see the smile and come. <gasps> oh, sweet and loving God. Now of this log on to myjawline.com forward slash entertainment and all the credible entertainment news to you will we see will we see taraji doing the adwa thing no it's actually our own people doing that uh, well but the movie is not out yes, yet, so but, we just look forward to to mm. the movie but we should brush our teeth yeah we should remember to brush our teeth before we go to bed this evening, mm. tomorrow morning when you do wake up. Mm. Now, uh, you have to do it with either Pepsodent Cavity Fighter, Pepsodent uh, Charcoal, Pepsodent Hairball, or Pepsodent Triple Protection. Because with Pepsodent, 
every smile matters. Yeah. Uh. Grateful that you were part of our show today. But like I said before, I take a leave of you. Let me just give you what we've gotten from the Kumewu election. We understand out of 75 polling stations, we've collated so far 74. Out of that, the MPP candidate, NSI Awadim, is leading with 15,046. These are provisional figures, not the certified one from the EC. Provisionally, 15,046. The NDC has 3,569. The independent, Kwekudia, the first, has 2,459. And the second, Kwekudia, has 60. Two uh, polling stations left to go. And that's how we wrap it up. There's more news on myjawonline.com. Prime Business is up next with Pius Kojo Baka. Good evening. Bet Investment Limited. To ensure your quality with Aquadot Natural Mineral Water, your safety is at heart. For bulk purchase, call 0257-205656 or 0559-765777. You can also visit us at Hatcho Ecomog Accra or Dotlanoi Limited. Hatcho Rabbits, Aquadot Natural Mineral Water. For the nom and this advert is FDA approved. Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. 
Mamia Paye Beka. We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply. There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order with the le- Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy a big car. I'll buy a big house. Thank you. We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July 2023. Terms and conditions apply.
business segments is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Business with me, Pius Kojo Baka, to our very first story. Ghana's program with the International Monetary Fund is expected to undergo review every six months before additional disbursements are made to the government. Resident representative of the International Monetary Fund, Dr. Leandro Medino, um, who disclosed this, says this is to ensure that the program stays on course and the necessary conditions are met by the government. He has been speaking on a yet-to-be-aired interview on PM Express Business Edition this Thursday. This week, a three-year, three billion uh, U.S. dollar extended credit facility was approved by the IMF Executive Board, and a 600 million U.S. dollar has been disbursed to Ghana. Mm. So as we speak right now, Doc, again, help me out with some education. That have we met? all the requirements for this program since or some are still being more of a conditional approval and certain things are supposed to be worked on and all the rest or some will come in the second review and all the rest especially with some will see that in respect to in ghana we're still working on the finalizing the domestic direction program also engaging us and our creditors as well let me tell you all the requisites by the authorities and what was needed from the international community mm. to be able to go to the board had been met mm. and therefore the board was able to approve the uh, uh, program uh, request. But this is just the beginning mm. and as Governor Addison said, there is a lot of work ahead of us. Mm. This is a three-year program that is very rich in policies and reforms with the objectives of restoring the macroeconomic stability, ensuring debt sustainability, and laying the foundations for a higher and more inclusive growth. Mm. So the world has just started. Mm. Help me out for the, for the sake of our viewers as well. So it's supposed to be a three-year program. When does the program officially take off? Was it when the board approved it, or when the disbursement was made, or when Ghana actually starts drawing down uh, the funds, so when the staff level agreement was reached and all the rest. Help us out when you talk about the three-year program and when officially kicks off. The implementation has essentially started actually when we were discussing mm. the, uh, the uh, program that could be supported by the IMF. And we see already some results. For example, inflation 
came down from 54% in December last year to 41% in April this year. In terms of the milestones and the, uh, and the, and the timeline, the uh, a program is designed to have a review every six months. Mm -hmm. This means and the, and the timeline. The uh, a program is designed to have a review every six months. Mm -hmm. This means. disbursement uh, can be made. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the next steps, we are really looking forward to completing the first review and that is expected to be completed by the program. Each time you have uh, approval, you have in automatically a disbursement mm -hmm. and then you have test dates that are the test dates that you're going to be looking at when you try to complete a review. For example, in the case of the first review mm -hmm. that is expected to be completed in November, the test date is going to be end June. So mm -hmm. we're all going to be looking at variables at end June. And the full interview will be aired on Thursday here on PM Express Business Edition on the Joy News Channel. Let's move on to some other stories. And the Ghana Revenue Authority is joining hands with other West African tax administrations to use geospatial analytics to support the collection of property rate, which is expected to begin next month. According to the authority, this will complement the work of the digital address system in locating taxpayers and properties for taxation. Deputy Commissioner in Charge of Operations at the GRE, Daniel ADC, explains to Joy Business that more taxpayers are moving online, hence the need to digitize the tax system. He spoke after opening the West African Tax Administration Forum training program in Accra. But it's more in the following reports. The use of geospatial technology in tax collection is new in Africa. Many communities were developed without such planning. In the case of Ghana, the recently introduced digital address system is seen as an innovative intervention that can support revenue mobilization. At the launch of the three-day training on geospatial analytics for tax officials in the West African sub-region, Deputy Commissioner of Operations at the Ghana Revenue Authority, Daniel EDC, disclosed that the technology will play a key role in the country's property rates collection system, which will be rolled out soon. Basically to help us to get the locations of properties. So if you're able to do that, indeed it will help us locate the taxpayers and be able to reach out to them in order to help us in our uh, revenue mobilization drive. So basically, it is to identify taxpayers, property owners, using data, geospatial analytics. That's about it. So, so does it mean that uh, it is, the focus is basically for the property rates? Uh, Not at all. It is for each taxpayer that we can lay hands on. Because we, even though we are shifting from mortar and bricks, which we are talking about uh, e-commerce, but a lot chunk of our taxpayers belongs to mortar and bricks. And trying to locate them using data, also help us to identify 
taxpayers. Training and capacity building manager at the West African Tax Administration Forum, Dan Asabi, explains the importance of such training to improve revenue mobilization. Came from the angle of the manager training. You know, capacity is what we all need to have uh, maximum optimum revenue in our region, West Africa, and in our various countries. So, geospatial analytics is something that will help us build this knowledge on the locations of our taxpayers and how well their businesses are growing. If you attend this training, you will see later on that you can even monitor the activities of taxpayers, how they are growing, and you looking at most businesses are going digital. Tax administration also needs to follow uh, suit to go digital. In fact, you need to go ahead of them so that you can maximize revenue from these digital services. The move to use geospatial analytics is expected to boost tax compliance. More in the technology space, former president John Dramani Mahama has promised a 5G revolution and artificial intelligence to fully unlock the potential of digitalization when he becomes president. According to him, his government will invest and leverage on digital infrastructure to expand and enhance productivity in the various sectors of the economy. The former president was keynote speaker at the 7th Ghana CEO Summit held in Accra. As a 4G network was introduced when I was president, it is my wish that the full rollout of 5G, the 5G revolution, and the full integration of AI as a facilitator for our productivity will happen under my next tenure as president by the grace of God. By investing further in digital infrastructure as we did with the Accra Digital Center, the National Data Center, a digital terrestrial television network, by promoting digital literacy and by fostering innovation, we can unlock the full potential of our nation and seize opportunities presented by the digital age to enhance productivity and create high-quality jobs for our people. If with 4G internet we have seen a transformation in digital broadcasting, the music, film, tourism and sports industries then I say, let us wait and see 5G. Technology. The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Dr. Rick here. If you find yourself getting particular about where you get the weather, you may be turning into your parents. Looks like it might rain. Let's see what Corey from Channel 2 has to say. He's something else. I like him better than Harris from Channel 5. You could just look up the weather on your phone. I like Corey from Channel 2. Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. 
Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. A country may not be in the same category, but the potential for optimal productivity, profits, and employment remains very high. Now, the German government has launched an initiative to support tech-related and innovative startups in Ghana. The Star Africa Initiative, funded by the German Federal Ministry for Economic Affairs and Climate Action, will help build entrepreneurs in the area for the German market. German Ambassador Daniel Kroll believes the initiative has the potential to improve the economic exchange between the two countries. Nanaya Ojima was at the launch of the Star Africa Startup Germany Africa project in Ghana and has filed this report. The initiative being implemented by the Koblenz University was extended to Ghana after a successful pilot in Rwanda. The partnership with the African Institute of Mathematical Sciences will provide aspiring local entrepreneurs with the modern innovative idea to compete globally of mathematical sciences will provide aspiring local entrepreneurs with the modern innovative idea to compete globally. take advantage of global opportunities and in German industry today there is a need of 400,000 qualified the German partners will take up two cohorts of entrepreneurs in a year each of the cohorts will spend 10 months in the incubation professor Harald von Kofflesch is head of the project the plan for the project is to prove that within one year we are able to apply for an entrepreneurship scholarship together with us, our support for at least three to five student teams who have an idea, we call them global ideas, which could also fit the German market and then we can apply together for the scholarship and hope that they become successful entrepreneurs in Germany. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Education has reiterated its preparedness to partner the project in educating startups. In more business news tonight, Chief Executive Officer of Global Ovations Gideon Raji has called on Parliament to expedite the passage of the Consumer Protection Law to empower, protect and enhance the welfare and the interests of consumers. He says this will promote a fair, transparent and efficient marketplace as well as improve consumer awareness, education and information. He spoke to Joy Business at a national fast-moving consumer goods event. Um, I believe that the bill is basically to protect every consumer and also to um, uh, also for consumers to be careful about what they take in and for brands or producers manufacturers to be also be you know careful about what they put out there so I think it's in the right direction uh, but I think they have to work together with manufacturing companies 
you just don't put a bill out there. You work with them, seek for the opinion, seek for their views, so that you can see that whatever that you're doing, it's working. You know, the synergy needs to be there so that it will be a win-win for everyone. So basically, that's what it's about. As a, a sector within um, the industry, which is not people don't. If you talk about FMCG product, people barely know about it. So basically, we created a national FMCG summit and awards to celebrate people or the marketers behind the brands we see. Many a times when we go to the malls, when we go to the shops, we find different brands. And this event has developed for them, dedicated to them, so that. They, people would also have hope that, okay, these brands are quality. Where they, are, they, are, they win the award based on the quality and the innovations that they do. So basically, that's what the event is about. Now, industry is expected to benefit immensely as technology company Siemens enters into a strategic partnership program with the Ghanaian business known as Process and Plant Automation Limited, PPA. The agreement, according to head of partner management, Andrea Brits, makes PPA a solution partner in the global approved partner program. He disclosed this to Joy Business at the signing ceremony at the Automation Hub at Spintex here in Accra. Technology company Siemens considers industry partners as vital in its global strategy. Process and Plant Automation Limited, PPA, which is the largest electrical engineering and automation company in the country, became the first accredited partner in Ghana for Siemens. Before announcing the partnership, Siemens South Africa considered PPA's marketing consistency, sound business framework, as well as vision for joint growth and benefit after months of evaluation. PPA, as part of the agreement, will benefit from skills development and training to meet industry demands being fully equipped in the engineering space. Head of Partner Management, Siemens, Andre Britt says, digital transformation is crucial for growth. Siemens is in the forefront of digital transformation globally. And obviously with that included and embedded in all our strategies, the industry in Ghana will, through PPA, be able to be exposed on a consistent basis to all the new developments and all the new solutions that are, are being made available globally. And Siemens will make sure that PPA is properly equipped and properly educated to be able to not only deliver but also to design and support these systems. Because digital transformation is at the forefront of growth and globally um, it has been proven that digital transformation excels the industry and it brings excellence into the products that's developed at better pricing, making companies more efficient. With PPA being the only business among seven to meet all requirements, Andrew Britt is encouraging future partners to put their house in order. So we have already looked in Ghana at seven companies. Um, and of all of that that we had evaluated, PPA was the tops. This does not mean we will stop looking. We will continue looking because the industry is good and great. And, and they, they, there may be others that could also fulfill the requirement. However, our focus is now going to be to empower and, and, and ensure the success of PPA together with our teams. As a, we call it a one-team approach. 
with BPA. That's going to be our focus. If if others come along, we will do the evaluation again, and uh, it's it's, a, it's you know it's a, it's an opportunity for every company. And we really hope for Ghana that this partnership will encourage others to actually uplift to the level of BPA. Meanwhile, Chief Executive Officer of Process and Plant Automation, Engineer Kwekwasma, says the partnership gives PPA wider coverage as how it impacts on Ghana's economy. Yeah, so the partnership basically um, uh, gives us um, a lot of room and expands our coverage in terms of what we can do to support our customers. In the past, we have been supporting Siemens, but there's a limit when you are not a partner. Um, there are situations where you need the manufacturer to step in to support your customer. That wasn't there in the past. With this partnership, what does it means is that we're going to move into deeper areas and support our customers better. So for us, it's a good thing. It's going to enhance our growth. It's going to support our customers. Customers' trust would go up and we would all succeed and I believe Ghana would succeed. It enables us to provide improved services and uh, faster services and at a cheaper cost to the customer. With over 160 employees, PPA has in the last two decades delivered numerous electrical engineering and automation solutions for its local and multinational clients. Thanks so much for watching Prime Business with me, Pius Kojubaka. Pleasure serving you. You can always get business stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. Prime Sports is next. Brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
Chale, one number. The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Chale, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantra. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Tune in, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, I do be a me me she shame for papa no. And when I find it, I stick to it. My shisha when your bell pack tissues. Bell pack and tea roll. Bell pack tea roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me yusua, me hotome. It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. Uti bakwa, uti mi de pepaye, uti mi soki, e chimu esa One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to bell pack today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best. It's just perfect. Research has it that malaria is one of the most deadliest diseases in this part of the world. So, whenever you're feeling cold, feverish, nausea, or fatigue, get tested. If it is malaria, do not worry. I have good news for you. Remedy is Lunat. Therefore, we're gonna use Lunat to recover. You have malaria? Yes, please. Are you shivering? Yes, yes. You got chills? Yes, yes. Take Lunat. Lunat. First day. Lunat. Take Lunat. Lunat. Second day. Lunat. Take Lunat. Lunat. Third day. Lunat. Take Lunat. Malaria scared of Lunat. That's all. Lunat. Scatter, scatter malaria. Lunat. It is scatter malaria. A quality product from Blaze GVS Pharma. <laughs> Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, 
adie bia me ye bia no me shishim ta papa no and when i find it i stick to it my shishim when your bell pack tissues bell pack e wo tiro bell pack tiro soft but not weak strong but not hard it is smooth me yusua me ho tome it's just perfect same as the kitchen towel what you bakwa what you me pepa ye what me soki echimu one bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to bell pack today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best. It's just perfect. Sports segment. It's brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musba. Let's start off with uh, former FIFA World Player of the Year and Walker winner Luther Mathios has bought the majority shares in Ghana Premier League side Accra Lions. Now, the crowd based side is said to be worth some six million euros. And the club, we understand, will be jointly owned by football agent Oliver Koenig from Frankfurt and Ghanaian footballer Frank Echampon. The official announcement of the purchase took place in Accra earlier today at the Kempinski Hotel. And Joyce was Lawrence Bedu was there. The Accra Bay side is said to be worth more than 6 million euros and will jointly be owned by football agent Oliver Koenig and Ghanaian footballer Frank Echampon alongside Lotha Matthews. In attendance at the official event to announce the deal were Oliver Koning, Matthias, and the club's technical director, Ibrahim Tanku, as well as some other players. President of the Ghana Football Association, Ketuku, was also present at the event alongside the general secretary of the Professional Footballers Association of Ghana, Anthony Bafo. The former German international, speaking to the media, revealed the day-to-day -day operation of the club was behind his decision to get on board as one of the three owners for the long-term projects. I like the style from the club, how the politics from the club, how to like to work with a young talented player because I think you have to start early to make the player better. When you're 20, 21, it's too old and we have players in the first team, they are 15, 16 years old, they're playing in the, in the youth team and in the national teams and I think this can be the way and I like the style how the Agra Lions perform on the field. Also at the event, Ketokweku praised Accra Lions for attracting the right investment and lauded them for their style of football in Ghana. Division 1 and then in the Premier League. Carefully planned journey. Investing at the right time, at the right levels and in the right quantities. When you listen to Oliver, he said that usually Accra Lions do not like to be in the public space. To make the noise because agroniform. Today, because of the kind of personality we are unveiling, we cannot keep quiet. Is that not the case? So when the right levels of investment is being made in Accra Lions, when there's success on the pitch, even when you don't speak, the success on the pitch will speak. And this is what we are witnessing today. Accra Lions. It's a team that has an identity. 
They play the kind of football I want to watch. They play. Young boys. And just to inform everybody, Accra Lions is the youngest team in the Ghanaian Premier League. Accra Lions have been a strong force since gaining promotion to the Ghana Premier League two seasons ago. They currently occupy the ninth position on the league table, nine points behind league leaders, Media Masporting Club, with three games to go. Let's get to Spain now, where seven people have been arrested in relation to incidents of racist abuse directed at Real Madrid star Vinicius Jr. this season. Spanish police said four young men had been detained for allegedly hanging uh, an effigy of Vinicius off a bridge in Madrid in January, while three others were arrested on suspicion of being involved in the racist insult aimed at the Brazilian during Sunday's march against Valencia. But incidents are being treated as hate crimes. Now, a statement from the police noted that three of those arrested are active members of a radical fan group of a football club for Madrid. The investigation carried out by police through evidence gathered, witnesses, and open source digital research, among other things, led to the identification of the four men suspected of the crime. The police statement added that the three fans belonging to an ultra group had previously been identified at matches classified as high-risk in the police attempt to clamp down on violence in sport. The three suspects in the incident at Valencia's Mestala Stadium are aged 18 to 21 and were arrested in three different locations. Meanwhile, head coach Carlo Ancelotti has been condemning further condemning the racist act meted out to the player, insisting that such incidents have no place in football. We're worried about what's happened, like everyone else. I think everyone's worried. Many things are being said about this, and it's fair and right to talk about it. This can be a great chance to make things better very quickly. Vinicius is sad, but he didn't train today because he had an injury. He's not guilty. He's a victim who can be painted as guilty sometimes when people say he's provoking or talking about his attitude. No. Let's make it very clear. Vinicius is the victim of all this. Condemning is not enough. When did we start doing it? We've been condemning racism for a very long time. But after condemning, one needs to act. And nobody has acted yet in a way that makes this problem go away. It's a problem of racism and it's a problem of insults. There are countries where you're not insulted. People don't insult you in England. Vinicius is in love with Real Madrid. He really likes this club. He's fighting for this club. He knows very well that his future is here. It's getting interesting in the Bundesliga because Dortmund have taken the top spot in the league with Bayern Munich lying second after their loss to RB Leipzig over the weekend. Now, DW's Chris Harrington joins me all the way from Berlin, Germany to offer some insight into happenings in the German top flight. Chris, good to have you uh, once again on uh, Prime Sports. Of course, it looks like uh, it was a lose-lose for Bayern in this past match day. First defeated by RB Leipzig 
and with Dortmund's win, maybe, just maybe, we might see Dortmund clinching the title. Yeah, you know, uh, everyone's been calling the Bundesliga very boring because of Bayern Munich's dominance, a decade strong, and maybe it uh, it's come to an end. I like it, a lose-lose situation for Bayern. It's actually a lose-lose-in-weight situation for Bayern. It's been nearly 20 years since Bayern Munich had a halftime lead overturned uh, in their own backyard. The last time RB and uh, Bayern met, it was a draw. RB Leipzig have a history of being a tough opponent to Bayern Munich. It's one of the reasons that Bayern Munich plucked Julian Nagelsmann's services. It's one of the reasons they paid a record transfer for that manager they ultimately fired for Thomas Tuchel. So it's no big shock that RB Leipzig put up a fight, but Bayern's back four is just not what it used to be. It's not the back four of Bayern's golden stint when Germany actually secured a World Cup in 2014. You look at the recent match, you have a penalty plus a handball. RB Leipzig's win gets them in the Champions League. And uh, as I mentioned, always a tough opponent. They are a competitive side. They look really good under Marco Rosa. He's a good fit leading the club out of Leipzig. Bayern's Matthias Delish, one of the back four uh, that are not shining so brightly right now for the defending champions, uh, said the locker room was like a graveyard. It looks like the Titanic hit the iceberg. Players are rumored to be jumping ship, uh, you know, so maybe even the coach uh, in terms of Bayern Munich. Nothing looks good with them, and they have to wait. Now they have to wait. They uh, lose the match, potentially lose the title, and now they have to wait to see what happens with Dortmund. Dortmund had been unreal with Sebastian Alea. You know, just imagine, you know, his presence in the locker room alone gives the players quite a boost. He, he's recovered from cancer. The last two matches, he scored a brace in each match. You know, Augsburg in this particular match went down a man. You know, Dortmund just opened up the woodworks. You know, they began firing away. Every outfield player fired a shot. They had 30 in all. Uh, Dortmund's season looked very good. The title is in their grasp. It's theirs to lose. Dortmund haven't won a title since the 2011-12 uh, season. You know, uh, 2000. You know, back when Lewandowski and Jurgen Klopp, you know, were running the show at, at Dortmund. You know, so it's interesting to see Dortmund uh, excel. You know, in terms of Alea back in the locker room, he gives the players a boost of morale. He's kind of like a walking miracle. You know, he is in terms of his health and the way he's bounced back. And uh, Dortmund are in their own backyard. You, you couldn't ask for a better potential ending to this season. They're at home hosting Mites. You know, Mites have no shot at the European pitch. So uh, I think Dortmund are the only ones with a title or something to play for. You know, I'm pulling for Dortmund, you know, just to bring some more excitement to the Bundesliga. It's been needing that, and Dortmund are in the position to uh, give the Bundesliga what it's been missing. Wanted. But, of course, all they need to do is win against Mass to secure the title, but all the pressure must be on Bayern and Thomas Tuchel at this point. They've lost, they're out of the DFB Pokal, they're out of the Champions League, and the only title that was, you know, pretty much available for them to win was the league, and here they are, losing it to the rivals, Dortmund. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know, uh, Thomas Hull has all of the pressure on his shoulders. He's disappointed. You know, you can't argue that, especially when you consider the way he was brought in. 
You know, he's lost every title Byron was chasing this particular season. And now the uh, Bundesliga title, the one title that people believe and have argued for many years that Byron have in their back pocket. It's almost a guarantee people have argued that Byron walk away with the Bundesliga title. Well, it starts at the top. Obviously, you can't move the players as as easily as you can move the coach. And uh, financially, you know, when you look at Bayern Munich right now, they're still paying Julian Nagelsmann, their old coach. If he doesn't get a new job, Bayern have to pay him 80% or something like that of his salary. You know, so Bayern, you know, of course, the pressure runs downhill. You know, uh, German media are even arguing right now that um, all of the bosses need to be replaced. Uh, maybe a new sporting director, Oliver Kahn, took over the job recently. Maybe he needs to be replaced as well. And, of course, the man calling the shots on the pitch because, you know, I do think Bayern Munich are a better side than they've been showing lately. You know, but all in all, you know, I, I think he's been a letdown. And uh, I don't see Bayern uh, having a future with Thomas Tuchel calling shots as head coach. Well, Chris, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. We'll see what happens to the Bundesliga if Dortmund are able to defeat Mainz and wrap up the title. That's Chris Harrington of our partner station, DWTV. Let's do some basketball now because the Denver Nugget rely a rallied from a 15-point halftime deficit to complete a four-game sweep of the Los Angeles Lakers with a 113-111 victory on Monday night to advance to the NBA Finals for the first time in the franchise 47-year history. This is how it all happened. In the West, Jokic, then Jokic battling and gets the putback and the foul. It's a four-point game. Here comes Jamal Murray, who's had some explosive games in this series. He went off for 25, one-point game. Then, look at Porter, turning defense into offense. Porter had 15 and 10. LeBron not done just yet. Four-point game. Draws the charge and then does it again. And Jokic, all of a sudden, is in some foul trouble. Playing with five. Would Michael Malone take it out? You can't at this point, right? Two-point deficit for the Lakers. That's missed by LeBron, but AD is right there. He had 21 points, 14 rebounds, tied at 102. Now a three-point game. Shot clock winding down. Oh, my goodness. Nikola Jokic cocks it back, gets his foot behind the line, and right over the seven-footer Anthony Davis, he gets that to go to beat the buzzer. Right back the other way, Austin Reeves at 17. It's a three-point game. Now, after the game was tied with free throws, Jokic again, he had 30 points, 14 rebounds, 13. Well, so that's how the Denver Nuggets managed to advance to the finals of the NBA. They're awaiting uh, whether it's going to be the Heat or the Boston Celtics, but almost looking like the Heat just might edge the Boston Celtics there. But we wait to see who they'll be facing in the finals. Joining me in the studio for some analysis is a joy sports basketball uh, you know, expert, I can call him on that. Been following the NBA very closely, Michelle Aquino. Mitch, good to have you in the studio. And we are almost getting to that stage of the NBA, which is the finals. Of course, we've seen the Denver Nuggets first time in 47 years. How are they able to edge the Lakers? Who is the Golden State Warriors? Because clearly, I think people quite, you know, tipped the Lakers to advance ahead of the Nuggets, especially with their performance against the Lakers, uh, the, 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 the Warriors. With that last point, some will say it's casual, so expecting them to edge past the Nuggets, because when you put context to it, 
You know, Denver Nuggets have been very consistent throughout the season. Mm. From December, they were the ones leading the Western Conference, uh, you know, standings. They entered the playoffs with a very great record, mm. and they've really been also consistent in the playoffs, pulling off some impressive wins. And also, Nikola Jokic has, has yeah. proven why he's won two of the previous three MVP awards, and why I was still in the running for this third mm. award. However, when you look at that performance, Laker performance against the Denver Nuggets, you also want to put in certain kind of context and understand why they were, no, why they were swept. Remember, the Lakers entered this playoffs on the back of almost missing the playoffs. They had to play the play-in mm-hmm. and, and put up some really good wins against the Grizzlies and also uh, that's great game seven against the Golden State Warriors to yeah. get into this one. So, on, on, on par... When you compare, when you weigh both the Nuggets and Lakers, the Nuggets have had a very have had a better season as compared mm. to the Lakers, and they also mm. all around they're the better team. You can speak about LeBron James, but yeah. the Nuggets have had better, uh, no, have had players better supporting mm. Jokic, mm. which obviously uh, James has not had. I mean, so interesting. Um, you, you see the so numbers there. Um, you see the numbers there on your screen relative to the performance of the av- the points average of the Nuggets player Jamal Murray and of course Nikolai Jokic there and my uh, uh, Michael Porter, the Lakers LeBron James, Anthony Davis and Anthony Reeves all in there with the numbers. Of course, also joining us via Zoom is Kofi Toronto. Kofi has been regular on Prime Sports relative to basketball. Kofi, I mean the Denver Nuggets are in the finals, and for Mesh, he is of the view that look. Uh, when that pairing was made, that we knew the Nuggets were going to play the Lakers, it was going to be the Nuggets who, you know, were tipped as favourites to advance to the finals. And it almost looked like it happened exactly as possibly he predicted. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I, I think Michelle hit the nail on the head when he said casual thoughts the Lakers will probably win. If you've been following the season, the Nuggets have, have been consistent throughout the entire season, the number one seed. Of course, the likes of LeBron James, because of his popularity and his great play, yesterday he scored 40 points. Yeah. Despite his age, he's still a, one of the greatest players of all time. So I understand why people might have felt that the Lakers will come out on top. But Denver is a, is a deeper team, um, a more complete team. So I'm not so... I'm surprised it was a sweep, but I'm not surprised that they were able to come out victorious. Well, interesting there. But in terms of, say, the performance of um, Luka Doncic there, what did you make of it? Why? Because it is a, pretty much lots of the credit has been given to him for this performance against the Lakers. Why is that so? Okay, I think you mean Nikolai Jokic. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jokic. Yeah. Um, like Michelle said, two-time MVP um, the previous three seasons. Um, he, he's a player who has an effect on all areas of the game. He's a great passer. One of his strong points is passing. So he's able to get all his teammates involved with his passing ability. Um, he makes three-point shots. He makes shots close to the rim. He rebounds. You saw the rebound numbers he had. I don't know if, if we have the rebound numbers, but almost every game he has 14 rebounds, 15 rebounds. So that helps to keep um, the possession with the Nuggets. Mm. So he affects the game on all levels, scoring, rebounding, assists. And I think that is, that is why he deserves the credits because it's not just scoring, but it's rebound and assist mm. and his total play. But to just chip in to support that point, mm. he's also had the support as I was making that concluding yeah. uh, statement because when you look at the way of play from the, the flow of play from both teams, mm-hmm. 
all in that uh, that final game where LeBron dropped forty points. Yeah, he's also consistently been the Lakers top top scorer, like top scorer in all throughout the entire season. Mm. But he's not had enough support. The other All Star who should have been uh, really pulling up and pushing up his weight for him is Anthony Davis. Yeah. And just like he's been in other uh, series, in mm. this same one, he was also inconsistent. Mm. You look over at the Nuggets and Jamal Murray. Yeah, he was a lad who even had the most points for the average of most points for the Nuggets mm. in this playoff with the Lakers. So you look at it, and although Jokic has really been imperious for them in this run, they've, they've had that they've had that support. support. You can also talk about uh, Porter. You can also mm. uh, speak about other guys who have come off the bench and mm. put up impressive numbers and also uh, put in that effort. Mm. Unfortunately, when the Lakers needed, needed the most against uh, the Nuggets, it yeah, it everything pretty much rested on the shoulders of mm-hmm. LeBron James there. But let's just, uh, you know, take the conversation to uh, who the Nuggets are likely to face in the finals. Of course, we know there's, you know, <laughs> the Heat and the Celtics getting all interesting. Yep. Uh, let me just get your thoughts on that. Then I'll pick Kofi Toronto's thoughts on that. Then we can just wrap up. Who will the Nuggets face in the final? The Heat or the Celtics? <laughs> if you look at how that East has also turned out, we can say the Heat are going to uh, close out that game and later today. Mm. No. Early to run yeah, at 12 30 a.m. Because right now they, go, they have the home court advantage, mm. and with this three, with this three zero series lead, mm. they wouldn't want to lose, especially with the way Celtics are playing. They look like a pure shadow of their own selves. They can't defend, and mm. they are just forcing shots. Mm. Shots are not dropping, mm. and obviously Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are running the show in the Heat. Toronto, are you signing with? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just just just. Um, I think I'll, I'll have to. In the history of the NBA, mm. no team has ever come back from a 3-0 deficit. Mm. So if the Celtics plan to do it, it's going to be a very tall task. And um, it doesn't look likely. Mm. They might find a way to get past this game, but I doubt that they'll make it. Mm. I doubt that they'll make I doubt that they'll make it past um, the series. Maybe this game, they might get lucky and win, but they will not make it the next round <laughs> interesting interesting guys well uh, after tomorrow early morning we'll see who have made it to the finals and we can have even more extensive analysis relative to predictions and who's you know likely to emerge uh, the champion of the NBA as far as the season is concerned that's all we have for you in Prime Sports tonight with me Razak Musbah thanks for coming through we'll drink again in the course of the week and Toronto thanks for making time also there's more on myjawonline.com for his last sports I'll leave you with Sports Bites